Well, hey. So I guess I'm wondering, um, how has your life been lately? But how has it really been, you know, to end up on this podcast in particular? I'm guessing you're having some variety of experiences that goes beyond your normal baseline standard of depression, anxiety, self-hatred, and general disinterest in being alive. Like, maybe your anxiety isn't just social or incremental. It's broadly spread across every waking moment and penetrative into every situation now. Maybe you're having trouble sleeping, leaving the house maintaining relationships. Maybe things have gotten a bit rocky with your health. Like it's possible that your health hasn't always even been on par and doctors have pretty much refused to look you in the eye for a long time, but perhaps it's gotten even more tumultuous. You might be having some obsessive thoughts often about the disrupted mental and physical health that we just talked about, not to mention all of the ways that you're failing yourself. There might be a lot of nights lying awake to accomplish all of these self-berating goals and mornings that you just can't get out of bed. You actually dread waking up in the first place, not to be too emo about the whole thing. And all the times in between your busted sleep schedule are just numbed out with various chemicals and distractions, ones that you logically realize are making the whole thing worse But in practice, you just can't seem to curb the behaviors. And if you did, I mean, what would you even have left to bandage the day? You might feel disconnected from your body, you know, like more than the usual emotional numbing that has defined the past, checks watch, three to 25 years of your life. You might feel like your brain is being squeezed or pumped full of air every day. Your thoughts might be slow, like you live in a fog and move in slow motion, or way too goddamn fast, like your head is a hurricane, your cognitions went through a wood chipper, and now just spin all around you as you try to grasp at them. And all the while, you're probably just trying to keep up with these human performance metrics that the rest of the world seems to just do, you know at the expense of you being able to do anything else, like for yourself. You might find that just having a job or a family seems to be life-consuming, like a brain-altering drug that makes you equally distracted and nervous, whether you're actively engaged with it or not, a new way to be hypervigilant and terrorized about every possible event that could take place, if life were to continue proceeding in the dank direction that it's been headed in, and a lot of reasons to worry about your inherent worth or ability to perform in these critical human ways. Hell, maybe there are even some fleeting moments when you don't feel any of this. You feel absolutely fine. And then you gaslight the fuck out of yourself. You wonder why your brain and body were doing all of that funny business in the first place. Or, I mean, were they? Because right now, you're not even sure what was so upsetting. And then, your phone rings, your email pings, you have to leave the house, or your residential partner walks back through the door. 
Or you just spontaneously remember something from 15 years ago that got your goat and never gave it back. And suddenly you're, uh, you're swimming in it again, aren't you? The continual stress, the insomnia, the self-damning thoughts, and the slow-burning sensation that you're not allowed to be, to exist. That you're fatally flawed, always in the way, always alone, always incapable of doing what you need to do, and unworthy of this space rock roller coaster ride unless you somehow manage to constantly perform in X, Y, and Z ways to constantly earn the acceptance of people who constantly don't really get to know you. A lot of days you might even flip into teenager mode and have a silent moment of, but I never even asked to be here, as you can contemplate, you know, opting out of the whole thing. And who could blame you? The endless death march of living like this sure doesn't feel worth it. I'm not going out and trying to live. I'm just sitting around and waiting to die. Sometimes it seems a lot better to just speed all of this up. And all the while, you might have folks in the background chanting, it's not so bad. Look on the bright side. I don't know why you're so sensitive. Why can't you just be happy? You should be so grateful. It's not worse. I guess they do it in an effort to fully rot away any remaining positive regard you could have had for yourself while boiling human experiences down to bad enough or not bad enough to matter. Yeah, good shit. Good shit. Hmm. Well, you know, first of all, I'm sorry to hear that we have so much in common because I just described about 15 years of my life high on mental illness. And secondly, welcome to something that you might want to learn a little bit more about, the neurological, emotional, and behavioral effects of growing up in a society of feelings-averse shit goblins when you've got a trauma brain to conduct your daily dealings. And if you're here for the C part of this CPTSD talk, Many of these dignity-denying gobnobblers may have been in or around your family unit during some pretty key years in the evolution of your brain. So that's what we're here to talk about. Trauma and what happens if your trauma is pervasively dished out by your family in one pretty quick, concise breakdown of everything you probably need to know about recovering from a life that has become defined by mental illness. From the brain mechanisms that constitute trauma to the common downstream mental disorders to the social influences that are still triggering your neurological programs to this day to the best ways that I can recommend climbing yourself out of this dank, stank pit you're living in per what I have learned from a few thousand fuckers and from dealing with myself so far on this planet. So here's the deal. I'm not a professional therapist or psychologist. I know these things because I've already done this, as in the complete life destruction, then the necessary brain recovery to knock it off, but also this whole research slash help a fucker out project. Because for the past 18 months, I have somehow 
been the one-man team behind a trauma support community and research podcast. And apparently it works, despite having seriously zero qualifications besides ex-scientist, current master's student, and fluctuating mentally fucked human being. So I just kind of put my scientist past to good use and break down academic articles. We put the community to good use and connect the dots that we're all experiencing, but have probably never mentioned out loud to anybody before. And my self-obsessive need to understand all of my mental tics and subsequent mistakes in life kind of rounds out the show with the insight, application, relatable description of living in hell portion. And somehow people from around the world have kind of latched onto it and they report that it helps as much, if not more, than therapy and slash or it actually helps them to go do therapy because now they have a way to talk about the baffling experiences that have been sinking them. So uh, that's the point here. Um, It almost impales me sometimes, but with the momentum that this whole project has built, I feel like this thing can't stop. Problem being, we all sort of embarked on this trauma recovery journey together in the middle of last year, 2020. We first talked about the experience of having PTSD and covered some trauma basics. And then we learned continually from each other in the private community. And with all of that, we wound up getting into some pretty super advanced PTSD education along the way. We've really niched down into the tiny details and relationship terrors that surround complex trauma ever since. And we even started speaking in our own CPTSD and narcissist vernacular along the way. Meaning, this was a big problem if you weren't in the fucked up friends club pretty early on, you know? Anybody who tried to jump into modern day episodes would have no idea what we were talking about in our advanced thesis-like episodes anymore. This podcast really progressed into something that would not be useful for people who just needed to go back and get a grip on the nightmare that is daily life on trauma before they start to worry about fine-tuning things or picking out their individual brain bugs. So that's why I've decided it's probably best for me to just burn this whole thing to the ground, put out a series of here's the basics of what is going on episodes and kind of try to get everybody herded onto the same page before we jump into the next chapter. Here's what we've learned so far, all strung together so that you don't have to listen to the full backlog of 150 episodes to get this level of self-understanding and mental torture relief that you need to even start progressing in therapy. So that's my goal here, to give a call out to all of the folks who still feel individually fucked, to let them know they're not alone, and to give the background information that you need to stop hating everything so fucking much, starting with yourself. 
From there, you might want to get into the more in-depth conversation on everything else we've been discussing here, plus a lot more. These previously released, more advanced, and much more deeply detailed episodes, not to mention all of the revealing recordings sent in from people like you from around the world, they're available. Sometimes each one is kind of like a book chapter, depending on how hard I was trying to biology my way out of reality. Sometimes they're more like a journal entry or a confessional booth. And either way, folks do say that they've really helped to get kind of a lifelong comprehension of what the fuck happened, continues to happen, and why from going through the full gamut from start to finish. But before you dive into that full backlog, how about we just start here? Because you're going to have to opt into getting that catalog of information. You have to commit to caring enough about your recovery to even go online and do a thing to get that far. To find $5 to spare in your budget for the Patreon to get those episodes. Because honestly, I found that if your brain isn't worth that degree of investment to you, I'm I'm sorry, but this show isn't for you either. So decide what you think, and maybe I will see you in the Traumatized Motherfuckers Patreon community someday. But the point here on this open airwaves platform right now is just to get the word out and introduce this acquired knowledge that's been built up over the past year. The academic research and community research and my own experiential research spun around into conceptualizations that might make sense of your life. It seems to be what some people need to hear in order to finally heal or to get the help that they need to heal or even to feel self-accepting enough to be open to trying to heal. So there you go. That's the point. Let's get this started. This is Traumatized Motherfuckers, a personal project, educational effort, and support community for people who've never felt like they had people before. There's a never-ending amount to say about the impact of PTSD on a continuous, lifelong scale, if left unexamined. But let's just get started here with the basics. And um, maybe by the end of this mini-series, you will also consider yourself not a victim or a martyr or a monster of the past, but a real traumatized motherfucker. Let's show those feelings averse shit goblins what we've got and get our recovery journey started together. My name's Jess. This is Traumatized Motherfuckers. And let's start talking trauma. Like, for real, though. Cheers, y'all. <laughs>